Hello, and welcome to the Super Professor Podcast. You're listening to Clemens Kunkel, a.k.a. Super Professor. And today, I'd like to talk about another new theory of mine. Not one Big Bang, but two. Now, um, the Big Bang. Okay, we, we know scientists believe the Big Bang happened. Now, it wasn't a bang. It wasn't like a, an explosion. What they're saying is it was a release of energy. Uh, what's a simple way to explain that? Well, pretty much everything you see is energy. The house, you, the planet. We're actually energy. Everything around us is nothing but made of photons, neutrons, electrons. We're nothing but energy, positive and negative. Now, the simple example to explain a release of energy, take a a dropper, with a, uh, an eyedropper with oil in it, and take in a, uh, a swimming pool. Now, think of the water. The water's polar. Now, if you take that dropper and just put one drop of oil, you just squeeze it out and let it hit the water. It doesn't blow up. It didn't explode. It just stretched across the pond. Why? Because you have pressure from the air, pressure from the water, and everything is trying to seek balance. Everything is looking to seek balance. So when they say a release of energy, they're talking about energy being squished, moving outward, which is the Big Bang. Now, they don't tell you what's pushing it, but now we know there's dark matter and dark energy. What... Now, the Big Bang, let's go with the Big Bang model. The Big Bang model has a couple of hiccups that are still not quite working out right. We know the universe is expanding at 1.3 miles a second in every megaparsec, in every direction. But why in every direction? Also, why at that speed? Now, here's another thing is that there's a couple of hiccups with the Big Bang model. We have, you know, with technology and everything, we see a wall of galaxies at the farthest reaches of space. It's a gigantic wall of galaxies. But if there was a release of energy, how did those galaxies cluster at the very edge of our universe? That's a hiccup. That It really uh, doesn't make sense. It should be a thinning out as the universe is expanding and the energy is cooling to create stars and then galaxies. So there really shouldn't be a wall of galaxies at the very edge on one side. Then there's another hiccup. If there was a release of energy, why is there a massive cluster of galaxies called the Great Attractor? Then there's another hiccup. <laughs> it's, it's called the Great Void in space. Now you have the Great Attractor, Great Wall, and Great Void, which it doesn't... We haven't been able to explain, They haven't. scientists have not been able to explain why that those are there. There's also the cosmic microwave background difference, the heat signature left over from the Big Bang. 2.5 to 4.5 above absolute zero. It's The two different temperatures doesn't work for a single Big Bang model. That's, that's, there's a couple of hiccups with the universe expanding. And... Great Attractor, the Great Wall, and the Great Void. But if you have a merging of two universes, not one Big Bang, but two, 
and, and a release of energy over to the left and a release of energy over to the right. These cool, create stars and galaxies. The other one cools and creates stars and galaxies. Two different Big Bangs expanding and growing separate from one another. It's kind of like if you dropped oil at one edge of the pond and dropped oil at the other edge of the pond. Sooner or later, they're going to meet each other. Now, my theory says that there wasn't one Big Bang, but two. Two mergings of two universes, which created our one universe that we view today. Now, I'm not saying there was a couple little merging anywhere. No, I'm not saying that. I'm telling you that right now, I can show you there was a merging of two for sure. I matched the Great Wall, the Great Attractor, the Great Void. And I have 42 empirical evidence. Everything I say, I can prove. Now, just do something hypothetical. Let's say, let just work with me just a little bit. Let's say that there was hypothetical. I know it's probably not true, but let's go hypothetical first. Let's say hypothetical, this universe over here, A, was created. And then another one, B, was created. Two separate universes at two distinct different times. What would be the difference of those two universes? Well, one would be cooler, and one would be hotter. Even if they were born at the exact same instant, one would still be cooler, one would still be hotter. Why? Because the mass in either one, the odds of them being exactly the same, it's astronomical. So just do something simple. One was born first, one was born second. Could be a millisecond, could be the same second. But they're going to be different sizes. And here's another thing. Depends on the pressure of that oil in that region of space and the oil in the other region of space of wa on water. How fast will it expand? Is that area have more pressure? Is it colder? Is it hotter? How is the area that that release of energy, how is it different in space? That's what I want to try to show you is that if you have a merging of two universes, it creates the Great Wall, the Great Attractor, and the Great Void. I explain that in my book, Keys to Unlocking the Universe. I explain why the universe looks the way it does, because it has to. It was from emerging. Now, here's the other thing. I actually think that faster than light speed is possible. Now, before you say, oh, that's, you know, that's another crazy idea, yeah, maybe you're right. It's, it is another crazy idea. I mean, the Earth is flat. Oh, no, the Earth was round. The Earth is the center of the universe. Oh, no, it's not. Then it went to the Sun as the center of the universe. And, oh, no, it's not. Then it went to the Milky Way galaxy. The Milky Way galaxy is our known universe. And, oh, no, it's not. The Milky Way galaxy is only one of 125 billion galaxies out there. So as we get smarter and smarter and smarter, we have to change our old knowledge. We cannot stick with old knowledge because it doesn't work. Just doesn't work out. So let's go with the universe expanding. Now, here's the other thing, too, is that this is what I'm saying, is that the universe is not only expanding, 
but the entire universe, our universe, is actually rotating. Now, how would you know our universe is rotating? What would you use as a point of reference? If everything in the universe is rotating, what are you going to go by? You have no Pacific stationary point. Now, just keep that in your mind. Keep that the universe is expanding in every direction, 1.3 miles a second every megaparsec, and that the universe is rotating. Now, okay, let's take, for example, the Earth. The Earth moves at 1,000 miles per hour. All right? Now, at the equator, it spins at 1,000 miles per hour. The speed of the Earth's rotation around the sun is 66,600 miles an hour. So right now, while you're listening to me talk, you're moving at 67,000 miles, 67,600 miles per hour. That's pretty quick. But don't forget, the Earth moves around the sun. So if you're sitting here listening, sitting in in your house listening to this podcast, you're moving at 67,600 miles an hour. Do you feel it? Do you notice it? Are you aware of it? Now, think about this again. The Earth rotates around the sun, and the sun rotates around in our Milky Way galaxy. The Milky Way galaxy that the Earth goes around the sun and the sun goes around the Milky Way galaxy is 504,000 miles per hour. Now just just think about that. 504,000 miles an hour? You're moving really fast and you're not aware of it. Now, I don't know if you, how many people out there know, but the Milky Way galaxy is not stationary. The Milky Way galaxy is falling toward a region of space called the Great Attractor. At 14 million miles an hour. Just think about that, how fast we're going. 14 million miles an hour. So if you take all those speeds, just those speeds, that's 14,571,600 miles an hour. Now, the information I gave you could be a little bit old, so that they could have better instruments now. We could be actually moving faster than that. So our universe is expanding, growing, and moving very fast. Now, we haven't taken rotation into an account. Even though the universe is expanding at 1.3 miles a second every megaparsec, we're still moving that fast toward the great attractor. So my paperwork explains why we're moving at that breakneck speed toward the great attractor. Also, there is no explanation for us moving at that speed toward the great attractor. We, we just don't know why. I explain why in my book. So I say there's a merging of two universes that created the one universe we have today, and there's roughly 125 billion galaxies out there with trillions of stars, millions and billions of stars in different galaxies. And the galaxies are all different sizes, all different shapes. So my paperwork says there was a merging of two universes, 
which created our one universe today. And that's my theory in my book, Keys to Unlocking the Universe. And I hope you'll take time to look me up and find out more information. Now, just don't go by what I said. Look some information up. See how fast we're falling. See, how, see what our speed and rotation is. And I hope to hear from you. And this is Clemens Gunkel, a.k.a. Super Professor. And have a good one.